Sirius XM Radio is better with Bogle Wines. 70s on 7, 80s on 8, better with Bogle. Alt Nation, Hip Hop Nation, Hair Nation, better with Bogle. Madison, Howard, Andy Cohen, better, better, better. Y2 Country, Prime Country, Carrie's Country, yep, all better. The Beatles Channel is better, and getting better all the time. Everything on Sirius is better with Bogle. Award-winning family-owned wines ranked as some of the finest available for around 10 bucks. As long as you're not driving, it's better with Bogle. Bogle Family Vineyards, Clarksburg, California. Please drink responsibly. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May of 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. There's no place to escape to. This is the last time. On the left. (laughs) That's when the cannibalism started. really tell the difference between Williamsburg and Greenpoint by the amount of like Omas and Opas like the, no, the bent vodka Polish. people <laughs> that's what I'm saying the bent vodka people like as soon as you get to Greenpoint you're like ah the, because it's like alcohol shrinks them down below five these are feet. your people I know yeah yeah and they're more chivic people they're the one. They're the super cheap uh, Polish beer that sold at all the bodegas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can always tell where the uh, old Papu lives because you see all the bottles of empty Chivik out front. But yep. that's how you know that he's safe. Yeah, <laughs> because he's out there drinking on the stoop. No, no, I once saw one of those old men passed out on the sidewalk. Where that's else do you home. want him to be? That's fine. <laughs> no, I actually got encouraged one time. Puffin took a nasty poop and it got caught in his butt hairs, and I had to get a water bottle, shake him down, and comb out comb out the poop in those. Three guys sitting there getting hammered called me a good dog dad, and they know what it means to be a good father. All right, this is this is the last podcast on the left, the relaxed fit episode. Oh. We are so happy to have you all with us. Thank you so much. Uh, today, I know we got a couple of fun stories that we're going to be getting to. Yeah, um, we're doing this kind of mix them up side story style. Yeah. Also, because you know, like, because we work, we work, we, we work. work, we work, we go on the wheel to for the benefit of Crom. We sit and we push mm-hmm. the wheel so our podcasting muscles get so big and so virulent. But at the yep. same time, do they weaken over time? Did yes. you see that video of the hamster that was laying on the wheel as his friend ran and it just like jumped over him every time? <laughs> that hamster had it all figured out. You watch the one a- laying down. I think he was dead. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no. yeah. You watch a lot of animal videos that I would only describe that should be used to calm down dementia patients. It works. <laughs> It works. My my Instagram is nothing but food, animals, wrestling, and I don't even let the politics get in. Very good. Wow, that is very good. It's just in your brain. Yeah. N- Nat now goes through a thing. We're all here. Like it's always the same. Like, like the sad music coming from her phone, and she's crying. Yeah. Because she likes watching the videos yep. of the animals found covered in like oh. in mites, uh, like yeah. in, the, in basements and shit that are yep. super skinny that are then raised into dogs. And she's like, I like it because the ending is always nice. And I'm yep. like, but you're crying. <laughs> but the ending is always nice. What are those? The name of the it's a, the dodo. Yeah. Dodo videos, isn't it? The dodo daily D- dodo. The, the the dodo something. D- are you having a stroke? No, 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 no. <laughs> I think he might actually be correct for the first time in the entire history of this podcast. I think it's a dodo. I think they're called the dodo videos. Uh-huh. Uh, for some reason, I don't know what happened with my Instagram, but they think I love ASMR. Every single Why? other... I have no idea. I think it's because I always click on it, but I never <laughs> like it. But this last one, I did watch a woman. She unrolled one of those big jelly wrappers that is surrounded by nerds, like the jelly rope surrounded by like a crunchy nerd. Yeah. And so she, oh, she opens it up, sh- takes it out, and then the way that she crunched on it it wasn't. I didn't feel anything, but I I got it for the first time. I got ASMR for the first. If I had it, mm-hmm. I would be like, "That's a home run ASMR video." You were drunk. No, I was not. <laughs> I was just on the bathroom. I was do, in the bathroom. Do you do you believe in ASMR, Marcus? I am. A, that is my belief. Marcus I don't does. believe it's yeah. real. 
I totally do. Yeah. Do you get it? I get like slight chills sometimes. Yeah. I mean, it's, but no, I do yeah. believe it's a thing. Yeah. People get tingles down to their toes, up to their foreheads. Why, why, why are you dying on this hill? You know what it is? Is I feel like it's a strange identity. It's an identity. It, it's a weird identity. It's a weird thing to identify with to be like I am an ASMR person. You know what? It's also it is a bitterness because they really don't you want to feel. They. I would. Uh, first of all, yes, I'd love to feel more feelings. Yeah. Because uh, I'm pretty blocked off. Sure. Mm-hmm. But also. It's just easy money that is made by people with no discernible skills. What? That just unwrap things. All you need, you can have two hooks. You don't even need hands. You <laughs> uh, can use Henry, your feet. There are many subtleties to the ASMR there videos. There is not. <laughs> yeah, you got to think about the reveal. What's in the box? Oh, man. I think this might be kind of like you not being able to see ghosts and you yeah. not being able to see aliens. It's just those, one of those things that you're just too, you're plugged up. Yeah, you're you know, plugged up, buddy. Your third eye I'm, is a lot like your brown eye. All make a crinkle up. noise. Make a crinkle noise to see if I can experience it. <laughs> Nothing. Absolutely. Hate it. <laughs> Hate the sound of it. I actually, I'm just getting mad. What if I just talked to you and like, used a lot I'm of I'm just like, getting truly very pissed <laughs> off. <laughs> no, is wait. this the feeling I'm supposed to feel? Like, am I supposed to be mad? I've got to talk and make sure that my mouth is very oh. wet. Stop it! <laughs> Did you guys ever hear the John Goodman McDonald's ASMR? Yes. Yeah. I kind of want to play it for the audience. No, it's more <laughs> commoditization of the internet. They're taking our memes for free. They're not taking our memes for free. We Look all... at what they do with Epstein. Epstein memes are the reason why we're sliding into a gigantic, ornate conspiracy state. Ben, that's terrible sound quality. Yeah, this they is can't not helping the show. <laughs> that's, awful. that's a terrible idea. I would put up my How long have we been in radio? Oh we my god. Howard Stern used to put his butt up to the radio, to the microphone, and then he would talk through his butthole. And no one complained about Howard Stern, and he got a $50 million contract with Sirius Radio that no one's listening to. I legitimately think they had better, they must have had better microphones. Maybe. Maybe. You want to talk about a murder? Yeah. yeah. No. All right, great. Murder. Police in Florida are investigating whether they have stumbled on a silent witness to a possible murder <gasps> and are trying to get the truth from, quote-unquote, Okay. <sighs> Sylvia Galva Crespo, 32, was killed by a spear to the chest at home in Hallandale Beach, Florida, north of Miami, in July, which her husband, Adam Crespo, 43, has portrayed as a mysterious accident. Okay. Hmm. So do you slip on a banana peel? <laughs> right. Like, where the fuck does you, how do you get hit by a spear in your home? Well, I think you're maybe playing like, spin the peel, sp- I don't pin the spear in my wife. I have no <laughs> idea how it happens. That's a game you can play? I guess. Maybe it falls off of the uh, shelf and it hits you in the chest. Remember that when that sign fell off my shelf and hit me in the head and almost killed me? That's that true. Was, that's because we're not carpenters. <laughs> my, so what kind of spear was it? Is there a picture of the spear? There is not the There is not a picture of the spear, unfortunately. Why does Amazon even need to sell spears? You know, don't, shouldn't you have to go to a specialty store, look a person in the eyes, and that person also has a book full of spells? I just feel like you shouldn't be able to buy a spear from the comfort of your own home. You should have to go somewhere, actually purchase it, because it's a it's it's not a typical weapon huh. for home defense. I also believe that you should build your own spear. I agree. Wow, you can buy so many spears off of Amazon. How much? Uh, the cheapest. Is the Reaper 11003 44 inch survival spear? Can you toss it up on the on the on the uh, monitor here? Forty seven dollars and forty five cents. What now do you this need that for? Just what? for survival? Yeah, for survival. Yeah. Oh but, yeah, I always take this for survival. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. always good to have because you never know when you need to throw a spear at the clouds while you're dying of thirst. Hey, Absolutely. You could get the cold steel European boar spear. Whoa. It's only got four. I want to look at the reviews for spears. Yes, please. Yeah, absolutely. Well, now. Now, of course, I found this out today. Amazon's cooking the books when it comes to reviews. No way. You have to be very what? careful. Amazon is doing questionable practices? Yes, they are. Oh, no. Are they the major corporation that's going to own all of us until they leave this dying planet to go live in their fucking space structures? Hey, to break it to you, Henry, they already do own us. Whoa. Yeah. One star review. No handle. What's it's a square. It's a handle. And he says... Where's the freaking handle? <laughs> I got the head today, but it's worthless without the handle. See, that would be an 
a reveal that I would like to see on the internet. Be like, no, ooh, it's my spear. That's no, different. where's the freaking handle? You're crossing the streams of those old, the, what is it, the opening videos? The, yes. The, what's that term? Opening box videos? Unboxing. Unboxing videos and <laughs> ASMR, where ASMR is about the crinkle. Jen Tisdale that- uh, has explained to me several times that the ASMR is real, but again, I don't think it is. Jen Tisdale, a great comedian and good friend of ours. Um, I believe that there is a crossover with the opening unboxing videos and ASMR. There without is, a doubt. Huge. unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. unfortunately, yes. Well, is there any pro things? What are they using to kill with these spears? And how are full? Then we have to go back to the story of how this woman sitting there with a the spear through her, like this is a Mel Brooks movie. <laughs> I don't understand any of it. I would imagine that spears, if you're going to take them out hunting, that's going to be a boar thing. You're going to be hunting wild boar, throwing spears at him, having him oh run at you, and then you dodge off at the last second, and then you fucking hit him with a spear. Here, and that's how you do it. No, that's how you're going to kill your son. These people are <laughs> hammered in the woods. Any boring person just... deserves to be speared in the woods. So. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Yeah, and you can buy a three-pack of these spears for yes. $287.88. Okay, that's not your Amazon low prices. Yeah. Actually, can we order some to the studio? No. Yeah, we can order all kinds of different spears. I mean, that Let's is... Let's be done with this. We're just trying to unclutter our East Coast studio, and you want to add spears to this mess? <laughs> it's better to have fun clutter than all those dumb, like, bills hanging around and all these things. People saying, oh, we owe them money. Oh, oh, uh, you need to be doing this work. Ugh. So you just want to send a picture of all three of us holding a spear when they're like, you owe us $100,000. And we're like, ah, do we? Yep. <laughs> these spears have a different tale. Well, back to this story. Police believe... The Amazon Echo smart speaker devices in the home, known as Alexa, because of the common wake. You, you didn't have to tell us what Alexa was, Guardian. Yes, but anyway. Yeah, Jesus, Alexa. Alexa, now <laughs> you might think you that... fucking condescending, condescending Guardian. <laughs> Alexa, now you might think that's a person's name. Isn't that funny? It is, but it's also a box that you can purchase. Well, and you ask a question. Back in my day, a box didn't tell you what the weather was. You'd put the box outside and see if it had rain on it. <laughs> well, police believe that the Amazon Echo may have heard and recorded something relevant during the fatal altercation when the couple argued after a night out. This it's a spear in your ass, bitch! <laughs> whoa! Whoa! This is the thing. Everyone wants to pretend like Alexa isn't always listening, but even the cops know as soon as they can use Alexa for their own purposes, they will. This is what they call a smart witness, a.k.a. a snitch machine. And it is unbelievable. This invasion of privacy, you got to get your Alexa, you got to throw a bunch of propane on it, and light it on fire, because it's listening, my friend. Well, we have a we have a no Alexa, no Google Home policy in our home. We don't have them in our house. Because I don't believe in them. Don't I don't like them either. We tried it for a little bit. Didn't like it. It's Got rid of scary. It. All of a sudden, it's like, Alexa, play our favorite song. And it's just like, oh, Marcus. Yeah, Marcus. He's like, no, <laughs> not, not us having sex. <laughs> That's how you imagine it to be. <laughs> oh, Marcus. Oh, Marcus. Yes. Oh, Marcus. Tripped yes. up pickle juice all over my <laughs> back. Thank you for the sex, Marcus. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Are you going to hear that tonight? When you try to make love? Yeah. When I try to make love. Now that you're a married man. <laughs> now, that you're, now that you're a married man. Yes, yes, yes. Well, actually, no, because I have to leave my wife. Yeah, dude. Immediately after getting married, I have to leave my wife. To entertain the people. What yes. is it about being a husband that you can, you're just not allowed to be home? Yeah, just can't be home at all. Yeah. I have to leave my wife. These bills aren't going to pay themselves. <laughs> but guess what, man? She gets to go sit and not get sick of you anymore Isn't for a weekend. Nice? It yeah. is fun. No, just, Henry, the other night they you get a break a, from our personalities. You brought up a fun thing about my wife and my husband the other night, where you said that like my wife is like, I can't believe you said that in front of my, my wife. wife. <laughs> my wife is a fun umbrage thing where you were like outside of a place where your wife is inside. You go like, I got to get in there. My wife is in there. Yep. <laughs> but my husband husband is always referred to after you've died. They don't really say my husband no. unless being like, my husband, yes, he was found in the East Bay River. <laughs> yes, indeed. My well, husband has been missing for three weeks. <laughs> yes. Ma'am, why are you uh, holding a spear? Because I, I, we had this funny thing about how, you know, there's just some things I just ask my husband to take care of, like getting hors d'oeuvres, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. for a little get-together we're going to do. And then when he goes out and he comes back with a bunch of men's magazines and no hors d'oeuvres, I decided to make him an hors d'oeuvre. Oh, kebab 
Well, okay, they, but I gotta say this: distance makes the heart grow fonder. That's what they say. Yeah, that's because when you're gone, they're having sex with other people, and they are <laughs> loving it, and they're loving it. And that's why when you come back, they're all like, "Oh, hey, hey, how are you?" Because they're satisfied, fulfilled, a little bit guilty. Nah. Uh-huh. That's nah, the perfect nah, nah. dinner right there. The best part of being husband to Marcus or myself is that they've had their fill of, of sex. <laughs> they have reached. In that they've had enough forever. They're like, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> Hands to God 2019. Well, Crespo told police that he and his wife had gotten into an argument after a night out and he was trying to drag her off of his bed when she grabbed onto a spear with a 12-inch blade. (laughs) And as Uh he continued to pull, he heard the spear snap and when he turned around, the blade of the spear was in Galva's chest. It just makes total sense. The spear did it, not me. Yeah, and then he pulled it out, which you never do. You nah. never pull out that. You never pull it out. But then I wanted to make sure, because then I saw the blood came out all, all furiously and shooting and shooting. So I made sure to put that spear right back right in. Right back in, yeah. But then I was like, oh, I want to make sure she's okay. So I pulled the spear out. But then squirt, 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 right. squirt. Had um, to put that spear right back in. Sir, uh, you've just described stabbing your wife with a spear. Does that make any... Do you remember doing that? No, I was doing wound maintenance mm. on my wife. Great. My wife. <laughs> He said he pulled it out because he hoped the injury was, quote, not too bad. See? But just bad enough <laughs> for her to learn the lesson that whatever they were fighting about. Okay. Yeah. Well, Marcus, you're the one with the multiple weapons in your home. I mean, not weapons, weapons. They're I knives. Don't really, no, I don't. I just have knives. I have knives for utilities. Can mm. you carry a knife through TSA? No, I cannot. Can you carry a knife publicly uh, in New York City? Uh, no. No. Can you carry a knife <laughs> if you just, like, if you go to a political event? Can uh, you bring a you, knife in? If you pull, if you walked into a restaurant and you said, I think, thank God I brought my knife. My knife. <laughs> now, what do you think the reaction would be there? It would be an, a negative reaction. So maybe it's a weapon. It, it It's a tool. <laughs> to kill. See? This is, I like this because you're ready for court. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So what's the so the husband's in jail? He's in jail, and right now they're trying. But the funny thing is that the cops went and they grabbed all of their Amazon devices oh because they believed that the devices had tiny little hard drives on them, uh, not knowing that all of anything that's recorded <sighs> is on a server uh, somewhere else. Oh God! Okay, well, can I? I wonder. Let's ask these questions. Where are the servers? Where are Amazon servers? Where are the things that hold on to all of this information? California, I believe. Is I think, it they're, a- I think they're inside of Jeff Bezos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Johnny Mnemonic, mm-hmm. which would be cool. Oh, congrats, Keanu Reeves and the new girlfriend. Oh my God! What does he have? Another one? He's got a new girl. He's Who it's is the, it? his first girlfriend in ten years. Yes. Who is it? It's an, an artist. She and seems she's very nice. Forty six. Oh, I love Keanu, and I love all of our forty-six-year-old listeners as well. Beautiful, of, of course. We'll soon we're soon to be forty-six, and yeah. only just eleven short years. Well, it's a blink, and we'll be right there. Yep. Uh, but the, this, I wonder where they keep these things. I actually because I've never. Cloud. I believe there's server farm. They keep that like there's server farms out in California where all of these things are stored. Maybe they're. I don't think they put them in China. I believe they keep them all in the United States. Just I would gigantic hope gigantic server farms. I would hope that they do. So it's it in there somewhere. They'll be able to find it, and this Alexa is going to take the stand, and it's going to convict this poor, poor. Well, no, he's most likely a wife murderer, but it's going to convict this man. <laughs> oh, so it looks like here. Oh, we're actually you're incorrect. The data centers are in Europe, Ooh. in the U.S. The company operates in 38 facilities in Northern Virginia, um, eight in San Francisco, and mm. other eight in its hometown of Seattle, and seven in northeast northeastern Oregon in Europe. That's where the data center buildings are. We're in Dublin. There are four in Germany and mm. three in Luxembourg. Oh, mm. that's great. In no way is everyone watching over those hammered. That's perfect. <laughs> no way. Especially that's perfect. with all the fucking double and triple beers they have over Ooh. there that fucking sneak up on you, which is the weirdest drunk in the world. I don't like the high alcohol beers. You know, I don't like this monitoring that's going on because I was talking with my Uber driver the other day. I was like, this is not the right place to go. This is not the right way to go because for some reason, Uber never doesn't understand Greenpoint or Williamsburg, Brooklyn. Mm. Uber does I don't not know why. like New York. But so he took my way and they ended the ride because he said that the app said you're not going in the right direction. So it ended the ride. Yep. So I had to restart. 
And I was like, I'm sorry, bro. I was just trying to take us to the, the right direction. No, things are... It, it was really bizarre. We're watching this fucking hole get close. We're watching this net get a little bit tighter as we go. They just put up new cameras in front of the, I believe, the Fulton Street stop. Yes, in indeed. Facial recognition cameras. And mm-hmm. I know partially that it's supposed to... They're supposed to... The idea was it's to stop people from jumping the turnstiles. The yeah. biggest crime happening in New York City. Oh, Someone yeah. Someone trying to get a free ride from a horrible subway system. And you can see they're really pushing this as well. There's been a huge uh, ad campaign on the subways trying to get everyone used to the idea that fair jumpers are for some reason like the worst oh. criminals on the subway. Yeah. Wait, I just don't understand. No, the worst criminals on the subway are the, I mean, first of all, the people running the stupid subways and yep. also the guys rubbing their dicks on everybody. Yeah, right. the, uh, well, the, it's the froters. The froters. I suppose <laughs> they got the picture of the guy then and, you know, of course, I've already had my retina scanned. Uh, oh, so no, I we're guess, fucked I because we're public trying, figures. Yeah, I guess I mean? they're maybe going to, you know, be able to find some people, uh, not just subway fare jumpers, but, you know, uh, constant threats on the subway. Well, but dealing- it is very, very scary. It's yeah. the same thing that we saw in Europe and Australia, where they are just way, a little bit more open. I'm going to say the word open about it, but a little bit more almost fascist-like about it, where they want you to see the camera so you know you're being watched. Definitely yep. in London. London, it's a huge thing. The, the, the British are very, very big on surveillance. Well, it alters activity. It alters the way a human being acts when well, they're being watched. China's Today- doing the same thing. China's oh, suppressing a, a rebellion oh, from yeah. the inside out. They're figuring Figuring out how to, which is what they've always done, which is what they did really well, which is the one thing about a far left dictatorship that is very interesting is they they don't just want to control your body. They want to control the very deep inside of your brain. Like this is a far left dictatorship, which is different than just a far left society. This is like a thing where they they want you to believe in the cause so much they will change your inner voice. Xi Jinping is making a lot of people stars on those billboards that he's putting up for people who don't love him enough and we talk about that on able against top quite regularly yeah yeah what's going on there it's happening here soon well london is the number one most spied upon city in the united er, in the world yeah uh london's number one okay. beijing's number two uh number three is chicago why doesn't london have cell service then <laughs> if they have all of this facial recognition, all of these cameras, you can't get a damn cell phone to work in that place. I don't even understand it. It's they're all, What do we've learned between fucking a uh, Borley Rectory and what we learned in Edinburgh is that all of these cities are built on gigantic graveyards. Uh-huh. They've been built on the, the the ruins of the former versions of the fucking city. So they it's easy to put cameras on top of it, right. but it's more difficult to put the wires underneath it. It's built on bones. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Bones in the city! <laughs> Rector! They near gave her skiing lessons. Wow. That's also a euphemism for cocaine. Oh. No, no you can give a confident woman cocaine. No one's doing cocaine anymore. Good. It no. kills people. Well, it's the fentanyl. The cocaine is fine. No, yeah. but that's the problem. Is the fentanyl's strong, and then people find out. I was reading all about the bias of, like, oh, it's bad. if a drug dealer has an OD... Uh, like if they find out there's like a batch of drug dealer has that made like one person OD, their sales will go up because people are going to try to get the stronger drug to, in order to get over their sort of like bored drug habit. Right. Which is why fentanyl has been so fucking prevalent is because it's strong, especially in heroin, but it can kill you very easily. Very easily. Don't do it. It's like when especially we... Especially on the West Coast, y'all. If you're on the West Coast, don't do cocaine or heroin. Besides just... I mean, I know it's relaxing. I know it's fun. But know that the fentanyl is very heavily heavily used out there in a world. I don't think it is fun. I think it's probably responsible for most of the dookie stains in San Francisco. <laughs> no. San Francisco's dookie stains, that's a whole different thing. That's heroin. Yeah. Heroin. <laughs> that's, that's when they need the heroin. You know they need the heroin because they pull the plug and my God, are they full of duke. Is there any... Uh, is there any um, up, is there anything more to that story? That story is pretty much it. I mean, there, there's not really much else uh, to that story um, other than... Uh, we'll see. We'll try to follow up and see if it actually goes through and see if they put... Do, do they take the Alexa well, and then do they swear it in? Like, what happens? Do you just put that little thing and be like, Alexa? And it's like, beep, 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 yes. And then do you just ask it questions like it's a person? Well, one of the funny things that I was thinking about is that in order for a, the, the Alexa to record anything, Alexa Alexa had to have come up during the fight 
they would have had to name check Alexa to record to have or her start recording. What they're saying, or it's just recording. They're yeah. saying that it's not, which is how it knows that you're saying Alexa. Yeah. How the hell would it know oh. that you're saying Alexa mm. if it's not listening every single time that it's on? You just uh. backed your way into an amazing point. It is what that's the that's the problem here. So it's all just phantom words that are all just sitting forever being recorded on these gigantic servers that we're paying for. The more and more we buy things from Amazon, yep. even though I am not, I'm not going to say the idea of being pro Amazon is fucking Ugh. insane. Yeah. But I also I do use Amazon because I need things delivered to my home, and I ended up doing these things, and I fucking order stuff because I need things in a massive turnaround. And sometimes you are in the middle of some other city, or you're in the middle of another country, and you need something to show up that's very specific wherever the fuck you're at, which is what Amazon's really good for. Which is, is why this, you're just explaining Amazon to the audience <laughs> and why you use it now. I'm just saying that like it's it's so it's hard. So to try to pull out of it, I'd like to pull out of it. It's like pulling out of Apple, where all of a sudden you realize all of our fucking bullshit's controlled by Apple. All of our bullshit's on all our group texts are on fucking Apple iOS. And then if one of us gets an Android phone, like Marcus tried to do, he tried to break the spell, and then we can't get a sex. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I tried to break. I tried to break the the, the Apple stranglehold. Went out and got myself a Samsung and all that. And then uh, group text didn't work anymore, and the business almost fell apart. There you go. <laughs> it's that. It's that fast. I understand. <laughs> Okay, just three days of no food for society to fall apart. Oh, my God. In, in this podcast case, we, we miss one lunch. The whole thing wow. is going to be derailed. Very, very upset. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about – I'm just going to put this out there. This is uh, this is not really a good way to start this conversation. Like We're going to start talking about the Finders a little bit, which was the right. clandestine group with possible ties to the CIA that we brought up. Probably when did we do Satanism in the government? Satanism in the government, God, that was back in that was in the closet. So that would have been Oh my god. Six years, seven years ago. Seven years when ago. Marcus seven says, years ago. When Marcus says in the closet, and again, thank you all so much for listening because we are still DIY. We used to record in a closet in the basement of a Mexican restaurant. It was the same closet that the cook staff and wait staff would change their clothes in. So oftentimes we had to stop recording and someone would come in, change their clothes, and the entire thing, it was about the size it, I'm no exaggeration. It was about the size of a British phone booth. Yeah. It was and a closet. It was a closet, and it smelled, man. Like balls. Like <laughs> balls. Yeah. Yeah, because I had to uh, I had to make the soundproofing for the uh, little room using uh, fabric that I found somewhere and comforters that I bought from a, uh, what is it? I bought from a discount store over on uh, Graham Avenue, and I stapled the uh, comforters yep. of the wall with a staple gun and then put the uh, cloth over it to make it look not quite so awful. Yep. So it yep. was just this weird uh, green room. And now we have soundproofing stapled to the wall. <laughs> the studio yeah. that we rent. This is yeah, it's stapled. No, no they're <laughs> but, nailed. Yeah. It's nailed to the wall. Yeah. Um, but I want to talk just briefly because recently the FBI revealed that they have had a file on the finders. Now, within when we were doing the Satanism in the government episode, basically the concept of it was is that the finders was a group of organized human traffickers that focused on child sex lives. They would focus their jobs would be to go and get kids. For the CIA to use impossible blackmail to use against foreign identities or, or political enemies within the United States of America. So they, basically they you use- would you would like knock out a dude while he was at a party. Uh. You would put booze, like something in his drink. He would drink it and then he would wake up next to a child in his bed and there'd be a bunch of pictures of it. And now we got you in our pocket or they would make child pornography and then distribute it. They would use it. Essentially they would like market with tags so that if it showed up on your computer and they went to investigate, you would be like, you wouldn't know that there was child porn on your computer. And all of a sudden, bing, bing, there's child porn on your computer, Damn. which had to be made. And it'd be, I guess, OC. Yeah. It's like a cuckoo egg. Yes, mm. it is like a... <laughs> a bit like that. So this is a CIA mission to try to frame well, people that they have political beef with. And the finders were the ones getting the kids. Yeah. But, or people they have beef with or people they just need to control. Yes. Right. Yeah. Or just for the sake of making art with children, which is a fun way to put it. I like the grimace on your face, Marcus. I when I did hate it. that. Yeah. Well, it's I really don't upset. think. No, the kids were not. These were just for pictures, though. This wasn't an actual. This was just a frame job. It was everything. Okay. It was all of it. But this is that's the conspiracy side of it. What the FBI recently revealed is that they did, in fact, research the finders to see if there were CIA connections to this group because okay. the finders was a real group started by Marion Petty in the 1960s, which is sort of this free thinking. 
group where adults would go with their families and give up their society to live around the Virginia and Washington, D.C. area, Mm. where they would go and live in this sort of communistic world, socialist world, where they would get every, they would pool everyone's resources, buy a big old house, and they had several of these houses. This was the 70s, right? Yeah, 60s, 70s. This was so popular in the 70s. It's it's very, it's people wanting to get out of the rat race and right. live what they believe to be a more pure human lifestyle where sure. these kids would be raised communally. And so all of the families would be one big old family. Ugh. And it all kind of fell apart in 1987 when two dudes in suits were arrested in Tallahassee, Florida, hmm. with having a bunch of dirty ass kids in a playground. And concerned parents called the police. They said, well, they're not technically our kids. And the kids are like, my mommy and daddy live in Washington, D.C. And they found out that these were just minders for these children. Not really sure why they were in Tallahassee, but these kids were all like malnourished and full of sores and all this bullshit because the key, the finders came out and said, well, what we've been doing is... By the way, that's all true. That's reported. I'm looking at a Washington Post article yes. from 1977. We're like, or 1987, where all of this is reported. All of this is true. And so the finders were saying at some point, no, we alleviate parents that need to get rid of their kids. Like, basically, we are helping people that are having problems raise their kids because they're, what they're trying to do is add children to the finders in order to increase the amount of generations that the finders can continue. But after so the 1987 are just like, oh, you can have them? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Think about it. If you could just volunteer, get rid of your kids, that must be great. I guess. But then you go they because of the 1987 arrest and all of this bullshit, all of the women and children the finders essentially left leaving just a bunch of dudes. But what we're trying to find out now is there's an, a massive conspiracy theory angle where no one really knows about the true history of Marion Petty, the guy that started the finders or what he did. We know that he is an eccentric thinker that plays games. His whole thing is about games right. and societal games. And what he says is like I'm the eternal student. People who come and live with me, I open my doors to the entire world to come live with me. And I watch them to learn about them and see how they live and how we can live a perfect human life. And they bought a bunch of properties where they could do these exercises. But after 1987, Marion Petty got decidedly more authoritarian Uh and the group started getting more and more strict with their lifestyle. Which was telling them what they could wear, what they could eat. Obviously, it became full cult. But as Marion Petty says, I'm not a cult leader. I'm more of a cultural leader. <laughs> oh, good Lord. But I am a learner. I, if you'd even call me a leaner, uh, if you even call me a leader. But it's so, so now. So the FBI is now in. Uh, the, the FBI has just recently restarted revealed. this revealed no, this they just revealed that they did actually put in man ah. hours to investigate okay. whether the cia had ties to the finders because the cia did hire several members of the finders to do some giant data entry projects so there there are connections so it's about whether or not you want to look at it hardcore conspiracy theory style well the question with me uh, that I have with that is like did they hi- did the uh, CIA hire those people uh, specifically because they were a part of the finders or did they just hire them for work and it just so happened that they were a part of the finders That's the big old question because yeah. then they said the CIA came forward and said well we terminated our contract as soon as we found out they were a part of this group mm-hmm. or was mm-hmm. it a thing that they always were or does the finders actually house CIA members that are there incognito because the idea is to travel the world you know, the really fun thing about this conspiracy is because it forces the conspiracy theorists to choose between the CIA and the FBI. Yes. Ooh, that's <laughs> tough. It's like, which was like, well, you know, the the FBI investigated these guys. Like, oh, so you trust the FBI? Don't even do that. <laughs> Very interesting. It's like when, like when InfoWars sources ABC News and says, no, you, this is how you know it's true. Oh, of course. It's just like, but on the other end, you can't trust the mainstream media. No, you can't. You um, can only trust the mainstream f- media. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> But this, it, I, I wonder, so I would say to you, this is me just bringing this up because I started reading these documents. It's very interesting. Highly redacted. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have no real clue what the hell they're talking about. I read a couple of breakdowns of it and a really interesting uh, interview with uh, Marion Petty. There's one, there is a Washington State News article called The Finder's Keeper, which was very, very ah, interesting. you got to make a pun out of it. <laughs> that's Because that's what he called himself, or the Game Master is also how he was okay. known, the Game Controller. Um, and if you look up another, it's uh, there is a website called, I'll just throw the URL out there, www. 
www.mail-archive.com slash C-T-R-L at listserv, I-L-I-S-T-S-E-R-V dot A-O-L dot com, M-S-G-0-0-3-4-4. You just caused 18 car pileups. <laughs> but there's a very interesting interview with him. And because to me, it's like, it's weird because... The big thing that came out of the 1987 investigation over them is that they found a in a series of warehouses. They found a bunch of documentation about number one, how they can get more kids into the organization, which is by kidnapping, impregnating women all over the world, and getting their kids Jeez. basically going and seeding DNA all over the world, getting the kids, Ugh. and a photo shoot that they all did of them in robes slaughtering a goat. And showing it to the kids and all the kids laughing naked, covered in goat blood. But Marion Petty goes as far to say, that was us playing a game showing that we are doing this. We were doing a funny play out as a cult and we were literally uh, slaughtering a goat for food. So yeah, it's okay. so they're so they're, their argument is that they are postmodern. Yes. That, that, that it, was a, that it was a postmodern cult, not a cult. It's yeah. an ironic cult. It's an ironic cult. Yeah. There it is. It's, 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 but this is the kind of stuff where it's like, that's the type of explanation. That's my problem is that my brain wants to house the two where it's like, I believe that there are these secret keeping mechanisms deep within the government. And this does like what happened with Epstein. This well, does yeah. point towards it being, well, these are how these the actual systems would work. But it's so in your face and so obvious. They're called the finders. They dress up as a <clears> cult. <throat> They're all super fucking creepy. They have all of this bullshit already attached to them. So it's like, so they're hiding in plain sight. It's like Epstein being murdered on the front pages of the, enti- of the entire world. The entire world has gone conspiracy theory mad. Of course, that's exactly what they do. I mean, that's the whole premise behind Donald Trump and the Steele dossier with the tape with the prostitutes uh, in uh, in Russia, in the hotel room. Because they with, believe there's at least three like, fake tapes. Yeah, they're like, they got all this stuff. And then, of course, they have the leverage. I mean, that's just classic KGB CIA tactics. So that is for sure true the kids are true even if this is not a cia operation you got two different things that are real and the conspiracy mind what do they do they just connect the dots baby they just tie the knot live from your grave live from your grave Conspiracy thought right now when it comes to all this stuff is very strange. It's I don't like it's too mainstream. It, it's way too mainstream. It's very strange because we we did our Satanism in the government episode. Uh, yeah, I think that was like 2012, Damn. Uh, 2013, something like like long, long, long before all of the Pizzagate shit or like the the QAnon shit no. or anything like that. It was almost like no one thought the show would succeed and thought that we were crazy and we're just like, <laughs> what do you mean it's a comedy show about conspiracy and true crime and serial killer? Okay, um, good luck. Yeah, I mean, and that's the funny thing. Like, I don't don't really know what to do with it now because, like, I do believe that there is some part of this that is true. Like, there is some part of this stuff, all this shit, and some part of the Satanism and the government stuff that is actually true. But that's the thing is that we just say Satanism and the government as uh, a shorthand. We don't actually mean Satanism and the government because we don't believe in all the Satanic panic shit and all that because all of the Pizzagate stuff and all the QAnon stuff just hold smacks of satanic panic shit. What you're saying, Henry, that is a lot closer to reality for me as far as how we so what we found out about cults over the years and what we found out about cults like the children of god well like, even look at the mormonism series yeah even that yeah like how when we look at cults like children of god when we look at cults that have that are specifically for children like yes. where it's specifically for Creating, like sex games but you know seriously, and like was, all this like awful fucking bullshit like stuff like the finders like that makes a lot more sense based on reality but based on what we've seen and what we know to be true that makes yeah. a lot more sense and you could possibly connect that to some sort of secret keeping mechanism uh but the because pizza they gate, basically but the pizza gate stuff is oh, just it's too so, stupid because it stuff. because the pizza gate stuff it sounds so much like and the QAnon stuff sounds so much like the satanic panic shit that we heard back in the 80s and the 70s pizzagate is literally for that to be real it would have to be wayne's world and then wayne (laughs) opens up the door in in the donut uh, in the donut shop and a bunch of ninjas are training and stuff he's like i always wanted to do that (laughs) it is a horrible pizza restaurant there's no room for child sex lives there is a middle ground here that is the, the dissonance in this middle ground is what keeps people out of it because it hurts the brain. Yeah. I feel that there are 
less direct, but just as true connections between things like the various splinter groups and within the CIA, various research, quote unquote, research groups within the CIA that could just take something like the finders and use their internal mechanisms as a great way. Number one, it's a huge smokescreen. And because we are the CIA and, and we trade in secret and you don't know whether I am or I'm not, I can even tell you I'm a CIA agent on purpose so that you then doubt whether or not I'm actually being upfront or if I'm lying about being a CIA agent, even though I'm lying about lying about being a CIA agent. Oh my God, I'm actually getting word. What was that? Oh, Operation Boil the Pierogi. It's, it's a go? No, no. <laughs> I've been CIA this whole time, baby. Wait a second. Are you just going to boil me some pierogies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love this. This is great. But so you could kind of let the finders do their own thing and then you kind of scoop up what they do. Like you use them for a while and then as soon as they have proven their worth or done or you, you've used them for whatever the fuck it is that you wanted to use them for, you fucking chuck them under the bus and then they're done. They just look like a bunch of fucking wackadoo slash uh, pedophiles. Meanwhile, you have used their shit to, to muddle some other layer of information sure. because the finders look at themselves as the new Quakers. They think that one day they will be viewed as an important utopian society like something like that. Yeah, but like the Quakers. But it turns out, honestly, but it turns out they are bad at childcare because they have what their main crime is that they did abuse a lot of children. Of course. They they don't know how to raise these kids communally. And you have a bunch of lost adults who show up to go play these mind games with some guy in a suit to go like Scientology. crazy. It's these things where they showed up to these this fun weekend for mom and dad to become more groovy. Here you go. Here's all your uncles and aunts now. And. You are not being taken care of yeah, because everybody no. else is too fucking up their own assholes trying to gain, quote unquote, enlightenment. Absolutely. Well, that's what Sasha Baron Cohen was able to discover with This Is America when he was playing the wealthy guy and he, he requested a kid. And the guy was like, I can get you a kid. Where are they coming from? They're coming from somewhere. Yeah. They're coming uh, from the, somewhere. And it's groups like this, honestly. They yeah. need money. And uh, absolutely. Systemic <laughs> child sex slavery is real. It's yeah. very real. It's I mean, absolutely real. Well, that's my problem too. Could now the 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 new celebrity coroner saying that Epstein was definitely murdered, even. But then you look at the dissonance behind that because the Epstein family paid for the guy and to that, come move in, and it's, so then it's like, man, all of this is so intentionally confusing. Well, that guy's also somewhat suspect he's as well. He's a celebrity. Yes. He's uh, he's Fox News. He was, you know, he's a you, show on Showtime. Well, do you know he was uh, Red Eyes? Um, death correspondent. I believe, I believe it. Yeah, the the Fox News comedy show that you used to work for. Three o'clock in the morning. Three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, he was on that, and he was the medical examiner because a lot of people say like he's a former New York City medical examiner. He was the medical examiner from 1978 until 1979 when uh you know Ed Koch uh kicked him out for um being unethical. How am I doing? Like, he, How am I doing? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and, and this—I mean, I'm not saying that this guy's like totally wrong, but he is a cele- like he—he he testifies in celebrity and the, trials. The like family paid him money. The family paid the family, and he's very. His findings are controversial. No, it's he's, the same findings. It's just a reinterpret reinterpretation of well, the exact same findings. He's kind of known as the guys like if you you don't like the official answer. Pay this guy some money. He'll give you the opposite one. So I'm not saying that his findings are completely bullshit or anything like that. Like, I'm not saying that. But I am also saying, like, that this guy is not a uh, an end-all, be-all. He's the, not necessarily that big of an authority. The no, thing that's pissing me off that, the most about this Epstein thing is there are still people that need to go down. Yes. Ghislaine Maxwell. Yes. She's just gone. We talked about this on Top Hat as well. Strangely enough, the day after she went away, the U.S. Customs Systems completely shut down. Uh, that was the day that she left the country. Why isn't she being prosecuted? She was going to be prosecuted, yeah, I, and now that's forgotten about. I was dead sure that Epstein had committed suicide. I was dead sure. And then when all the shit with the cameras came in, when all of that kind of like, when all of the, the, the guards being asleep, again, I, I am not... I'm not going to take away New York's ability to be incompetent to run this city. I'm not going to take that away. <laughs> no, uh, but I will say that it is It's just it's in your face. Yeah. So it reeks of they love to point the news at you. They want you to be really confused. And that's where we're at. And with this finder story, it's the same thing. Yeah. It's just such a big old kickball of a conspiracy theory that you're like, they're not even trying to hide this shit. And so you think you're a genius as a, as a, uh, as a person sitting on the couch. You're like, 
I just I just nailed this whole conspiracy theory. I'm putting together all the points. Be like, no, dude, you're technically just taking the points that they're already giving you and mixing all up. The things that we're not seeing is all of the fucking redacted shit inside that FBI file that came forward. But it's it is it, it, it is possible the CIA had people inside of the founders yes. working undercover or yeah. the finders working undercover. That's what they're saying. But right. the the FBI quote unquote didn't find anything or whatever. But the FBI in my head, the FBI would not. Wouldn't they love to catch the CIA doing something? Oh, they would love it. But the yeah. CIA is in everything. Yeah, well, the yeah. FBI and the CIA, they um, they it- buried the hatchet a little bit after nine after they let nine eleven happen. Uh, after their you know the their yeah the yeah, <laughs> lack of communication allowed nine yeah, yeah, eleven yeah, yeah. to happen because that was both of their faults. Yeah, jointly. I was yeah. No, honestly, it's so. <laughs> so funny. they buried the hatchet. They buried that hatchet a little bit since then. But I back was, then there was a huge robbery. I was a privy. I was privy to a conversation with some friends of mine. They happened to be part of the Democratic Socialists of America. America, and they are sure that the CIA makes up like a quarter of their group. And I'm like, I don't know, but it is possible. Who knows? What, who knows? But I mean, that's what they do the best at. They're very good actors. They mm-hmm. all deserve an Oscar. But when it comes to Jeffrey Epstein, the reason I don't think he committed suicide, the reason I think he committed suicide was if you're going to kill him, you can do it any other day. No, but I think that that's part of the point. Yes. I, th- I think that is absolutely part of the point because I My think. My finger touches him just like this in front of everybody. I don't think it's even that. I think what it is is that it's a further way to make people not even distrust the government. It's to lose faith in the government where they can show that, hey, we go out, we can kill this guy. Everybody knows we killed this guy. Everybody Congrats. knows like there's all they don't let any they don't. Uh, spike any of the stories about the guards being asleep or the cameras being off or and they let the they let everything come out saying that you know yeah he was probably killed by some sort of like celebrity coroner uh and yet nothing happens so that's what it is everyone looks and they see nothing happens yeah. nothing happens nothing happens nothing happens there's no consequences for these people so why don't we just let the whole thing just go? We don't have. Why don't we well, just Ghislaine let- Maxwell needs to stand trial. That's what I think. Well, yeah. we're watching already seeing happen with our executive branch. It's the same thing. The idea, this concept. Well, of- that's part of it. I mean, it's it's about like the it's the, it's a, all a part of making people believe that the government cannot do anything, and if the government can't do anything, then who's going to run everything? The fucking businesses, the corporations. Let the corporations do it. Let the corporations take care of it. You're the one who loves Amazon. I do do believe that's all a part. It's it's about them chipping away at everyone's faith in uh, democracy, their faith in the United States government. To be fair, the government hasn't proven proven itself to be super good at doing things. But that's that's a part of it. They're making the government. Sorry. But (laughs) that's why... I really believe in the consistency of HelloFresh and their boxes are coming everywhere. Because you know what it comes down to is HelloFresh, no matter what's going on in the government, no matter who killed Jeffrey Epstein, they get that box you every week. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. They absolutely do. Well, I want to switch gears a little bit. <laughs> I want to switch gears a little bit to the band Crazy Town. Remember that butterfly? Oh, come on, lady. Come, come, come on, lady. lady. You're my butterfly. Take a baby. Indeed. So they liked butterflies. <laughs> and this I'm band- glad that we're following Epstein and the Finders and all this with uh, update on Crazy Town. Crazy Town. Because I haven't heard about them in a long time. When was the last time you heard about Crazy Town? Uh, probably around 1998. Yeah, I don't even know if they're still dating that that the butterfly. I uh, remember that guy's abs, and I remember what was the wasn't that one girl? She wearing like a J Lo dress? No, she could never be a J Lo. What do you mean? The one there's like a hot chick in that band. No, wow. I don't think I think it's all dudes. It's all it's definitely all dudes. You're just remembering the uh, video? I think the video. That's mm, all you remember. Who was the other one with the guy with the bucket hat with the girl on his shoulders? That's Lynn. Let's mm. stay on my sunshine. Oh my god. Yeah. And there was another band, Len. Oh my god, I haven't heard that forever. And then what was the other one? I see you. You make me come. Yeah, you that make band. Me complete. Oh, you make, make me complete. You make me invisible. Well, then don't talk to each other anymore. <laughs> just break up with her. Crazy okay. Town has a surprisingly long Wikipedia page. It's very long, and it just got longer because Crazy Town band members, they're bloodied. Why? Because their tour van crashed into a moose. <laughs> Can you believe that a moose tried to kill Crazy Town? But this is my question. This is a news article for why. Why is this? I feel like if they were all murdered, I'd be like, wow, that's incredible. In one go? 
Well, we got all of the crazy towns. You'll have to know the band leader, Shifty Shellshock. He said, just got out of the emergency room. And then uh, his real name is Seth Binzer. But we'll, we'll go with Shifty <laughs> Shellock because <laughs> Shifty, sh- sh- Shifty Shellshock is the t- lamest fake name of all fake names. Yes. Because his name is Seth Binzer. But Shifty said, by the grace of God, we're all okay. Just cuts and bruises. So thank God Crazy Town is still there. The moose, unfortunately, was killed instantly. Hmm. And the band said on their Facebook page that they feel horrible about, about the that. moose. About the moose. This is very interesting. Me and Henry are discussing very important matters of national security. Hmm. And suddenly, here's a story about a moose. It seems well, to be ben Operation Kissel. Boil the Pierogies. <laughs> does seem to be in full effect. Interesting. Interesting. Some sort of smokescreen is happening just in the studio, and it's not just Kissel's farts. No! Don't fart on air. That's rule number one of radio. But that's a little update on what Crazy Town's been doing. Evidently. <laughs> <laughs> Driving down the road, hitting a moose. But that is sad that they don't have a tour bus. They have a tour van. I mean, you I would just, think we that have they, a tour van. No, I don't. We're not Crazy Town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Crazy Town's not Crazy Town anymore. They're not capital C, capital T Crazy Town like yeah. they used to be. Yeah. Okay. Butterfly, Butterfly was 20 years ago. Jeez. Shit. What, when was their last live date? What capacity they play into? What uh, capacity? Oh, okay. I'll look up Crazy Town Live. Yeah, I'm going to say, I'm going to see what Shifty Shell Shack looks like right now. I imagine if it's. Uh, huh. uh, they're playing. Oh, okay. My. They're doing Australian tour. They're doing bars. Okay. They're doing good. Yeah, Shifty Shellshock looks like an older version of himself, but not not Let me see him. horrible. You know, you kind of got to live with Aww. the look that you created 20 years ago when you got all those tats. I'll definitely fuck your wife if you meet him in a bar in Jacksonville. Oh, yeah, you know, and she'll fuck him, too. He's Shifty Shellshock from Crazy Town. Yeah, he definitely, he, like, goes like, I oh, got the beret. He got that little, that that under-the-lip piercing. Yeah, I don't know what it's called, but it's very nice. Lebray? Uh, they're doing about 200-person bars, 200-person venues. It's their 20th anniversary tour. Hey, all right. There you go. Yeah. The band is back together, and they hit a moose. They're going to be at Stage West in Scranton, Pennsylvania this Saturday. God, oh. if only to be a fly in the wall, those tour manager meetings. Just, Just talking about how many butterfly on the wall. Oh, the LeBray <laughs> fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Very good. <laughs> it's another distraction from the fact that the CIA and the FBI are controlling us by allowing the government to falter so that the corporations can take over. Yeah. Okay, well, I got another story before we do Hero of the Week because I got to keep this thing focused on what matters. Bizarre video shows woman spraying her breast milk around at a festival. You just, you showed us this video. You're like, no, doesn't this make you kind of horny? I did not <laughs> say, doesn't it like, make you kind of horny? I don't mind a woman being a protein sprinkler. I think it's kind of nice. I think that, yes, you are a mother. Be proud of it. But at the same time, if I don't know you, well, I don't most want people it on me. apparently I don't most want it people on me. most people couldn't believe what they're saying, and one bystander said, "Okay, but how does she produce so much milk? She was full of it. Um, <laughs> she drinks a lot of water." And then they continue to say, "This is a woman. Uh, this a woman condemned her. She said, I assume she just had a baby, and that milk is being dispensed to the public <laughs> instead of her child. <laughs> so that's not right.'" And then one dude said, "Yo, breast milk is like fucking gold, and she's like squirting it out like it's water." That was uh, these are quotes. Is that? <laughs> Are they both from you (laughs) from different points of the night? But then one woman defended her saying, the breast milk is not a big deal. Her squirting is like a super soaker is. Her her squirting it like it's like a super soaker is. Um, So they just didn't like how much was coming out. But so it seems like overall they weren't uh, thrilled with this woman squirting uh, breast milk everywhere at the festival. But you can make more milk. Yeah, but if you do have a baby, if she has a fresh baby at home, the baby, but then if she bottled it all up, I think sometimes you got more milk than you need. Some women do have much more milk than they need. Some women have less milk than they need. So this woman should meet one who has less milk. So if she's got extra milk, she can do whatever she wants with that extra milk. Hey, man, I would assume it. it you start filling up there. It starts weighing you down. You're not having a nice time. You're at a festival. Your, your breasts are out because Crazy Town's performing Butterfly. <laughs> you squeeze it out. I know if I don't jerk off for three days and I'm on the road, I start to leak. Is it <laughs> similar to when you pop a zit? Ugh. What do you mean? Like the like the feeling? Maybe a woman can answer that question. This is we, part of this. Really shows the gaps in the show, and that we have like no women involved in like speaking on the microphones because we have no, we don't know. We I just make like up like old school like folk tales about breasts. If I may take a stab at this, okay. And again, <laughs> you can email side stories lpotl at, at gmail.com.
I would imagine that expelling breast milk when you are full is kind of like a feeling that's a combination between the relief of peeing <laughs> and the relief of taking a dump. I wow. like to hope so. Because For these wow. mothers, I'd like to hope so. <laughs> I, wow. think it, I think it's relief, but I would say it's probably, because I know these things. Of course. Of it's course. probably a combination of taking a dump or taking a pee, but coming out of your breast. So it's like you have to you feel like you have to pee, but it's in your breast. Yeah. Well, no kidding. That's where that is. Man, I've, women are magical. <laughs> magical creatures. We got a, a bunch of emails after we asked about whether or not a woman can just feed herself with her own breast milk if she had been recently pregnant and then she was kind of left for dead somewhere or she needed to survive. And apparently Kissel was correct you can't saying that she can't, that she stops making milk. Yeah. yeah because yeah. she's dehydrated. Sadden me. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 All right, Marcus. I know that you have. We do a sec. We do a little uh, thing called Hero of the Week. Yeah. This is. We do it on side stories. But yes. Marcus wanted to be a part of the fun. Yeah. Yes. So I've Mar- got a Hero of the Week. All right. A New Hampshire woman is pushing back against cemetery officials after she says the Halloween decorations she placed at her son's grave have been repeatedly removed. Oh my goodness. Christina Wool of Francetown decorated the grave of her son, William Cole Wool, with a skeleton wearing a cowboy hat. <laughs> Honestly, it's really fun. The skeleton's emerging from the grave yeah. as if it's her dead son. Yeah. Well, her son died in 2016 at the age of 18 after riding a horse in a rodeo at Castellan, Vermont. Oh, Honestly, rodeos are so dangerous. Very. They are so dangerous. Oh, yeah. I've seen a lot of bad uh, injuries at rodeos. Yeah, never seen a gore. death, but I've seen Ooh. some pretty bad ones. I'd love to see a rodeo. I oh, want to go. I should take you down to the Texas Cowboy Union. Yeah, but it Henry, would... if you do go, you can't be like, kill him! Kill the man! Kill <laughs> no. the man! Because then you're going to be escorted out. No, I would be me with my big hat on and my funny boots and going like, this is indeed my first rodeo. I'm a performer from New York. Yeah, you're a performer. Go clown! Go clown, boy! Put him in the barrel! Well, this woman posted on Facebook. She said, I'm getting tired of Cole's Halloween decorations being removed. This is rude. There is nothing wrong with having a little fun with death. And then she put an emoji for a skull. I sometimes you have to laugh because there's so much to cry over. I completely agree. Absolutely. You you pay so much damn money for these graves. She can't decorate it. I'm honestly number one surprised you don't own the grave. Like you don't pay for it and you don't own it. It's a rental. It's you a just rental? rent the grave? Yeah, you don't own the plot. You're just, you don't? I don't think so. I think I, you just kind of lease it. Until this is why your whole family lineage dies, and then they're like, guess it's up for grabs, like storage wars? But is know. it also, I believe it is illegal to bury someone at your own home, in your backyard. But I believe in home burials. Yeah. Well, you can do the cremation, and then you can do the flower thing, or a but whole you series can't, of things. Technically, you're not allowed to release, like... You're not supposed to take ashes and put them in public places because it's like a health scare. It's a yeah, health but problem. you know what? No one's ever caught anyone doing it. You know, I think I'm confusing real life with the outer world. Ah, yeah, it happens. Yeah, 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 it happens. I've been playing that game a lot, dude. But- I've been playing uh, Modern Warfare, uh, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare. I'm way traumatized. I've been inviting a lot of people into our apartment from all walks of life and asking them questions about their life. And I've been playing a game where I learn from them. Hmm. I'm the student. They are educating me. It's a topsy-turvy university. And I have them coming <laughs> and I raise their children. And by raise them, I mean it's this funny game uh-huh. where I just leave them. Operation Boil the Pierogi. Boil the pierogi is a <laughs> Oh, go. well, just, just give me the pierogi. You'll get them. <laughs> but I think that you should be able to have fun with death. Well, yes. Po- well, Polly Free said, well, it's not about that. It's not about being inappropriate in any way. Polly Freeze, chairman of the Francetown Cemetery Commission, told the union leader the commission has the right to move any decoration and is under no obligation to contact families about the removals. She told the newspaper the skeleton decoration was in the way of landscapers who mow the cemetery every week. Oh, my God. Mow around. Pick them up. Put them back. Yeah. Pick them up. Or I'll be like, I'll come. I'll bring a weed whacker. Mm-hmm. I'll handle the grave for this. Figure it out. Yep. And Wool disputed on Facebook that the cemetery is mowed every week and said that the de- decorations were removed 36 hours after she put them back under pla- in, put them back into place. I do love the 
the like it reminds me of the woman who fought the uh, the water company after they put all the uh, natural gas. Erin Brockovich mm. reminds me of that, but in a much different way. Yes, <laughs> um, but you know she's just like, yeah, you're gonna take my, you're gonna take them, you're gonna mm-hmm. take the uh, decorations. Oh, guess I gotta go buy new decorations, and I just love that she went back there, put those skeletons in the land. But she do it with the cleavage. Maybe. That was the whole Aaron Brockovich thing was that she always showed her cleavage. Yeah, that's what people focused on, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. That's what I learned from the film. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she said, I'm sorry that this gets under my skin, but the cemetery shouldn't just be about sadness. It should be about the joy of celebrating a life, being with a loved one, and letting their spirit shine. The loss of a child is horrible, and they shouldn't have to be just a name on a stone. The cemetery may be their new eternal home, but it doesn't have to be dull and boring. It can be full of life and convey the happiness that they shared in life with so many I love, I love it. it i absolutely love it and it's you know now the thing is that if she was like all right you got a problem with me i guess i'm now just gonna come in the dead of night i'm gonna dig up my son's bones <laughs> right. i'm gonna use them as the decoration yeah, do you like that do you like that well that makes me think of uh, of course kevin barnett our good friend perhaps we should get a bunch of african grays a bunch of food that they love and then we can go have a party african grays can eat all the food and then we can watch them poop all over everyone that's <laughs> Horrifying. I was thinking, but we could get a bunch of strippers to go just kind of squat over his grave. <laughs> I think he'd love that. You would oh, absolutely, absolutely love that. He would. Absolutely. Um, all right. Well, that is Hero of the Week. It's a mama who cares for her son. And be careful if they're doing the rodeo. Wear the flat uh, jacket. You basically got to wear a bulletproof vest. Well, I, I what about a helmet? Oh yeah, they wear. They usually wear helmets. They, or is that dumb? Does it make? Does that no, make, no. Like, now they, helmets are pretty standard now. Uh, with the it's the helmets and the vests. At least when they're doing uh, bull riding or like saddle bronc, PBA or something, like, or something like that. No, even at the amateur rodeos. Oh, now. is that the, right? When I le- last time I went to a rodeo was 2017. The yeah, that thing is 2017, 2018. Yeah, uh, and yeah, they were, most of the riders were wearing hats and or hats. They were wearing helmets and they don't get made fun of and all that. They used to, but then you know, guys, everyone's dying. Yeah. 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 yeah, but, but manliness kills a lot of people. Oh yeah, well the death of Lane Lane Frost really did uh, change a lot of stuff around. Was oh. that a big rodeo clown guy? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm no. just asking. No, yeah, this is a- indeed. My first rodeo. <laughs> it was huge. He, uh, Luke Perry played him in that movie, Eight Seconds. Oh. oh, I thought that was how long he could last in the sack. <laughs> and Luke Perry also <laughs> died. Wow. <gasps> the Finders. Oh, <laughs> by the way, Luke Perry's son is a great professional wrestler. Um, really? Yes. Hmm. All right. Well, I think that's basically that's been that's been. I feel relaxed. I'm fucking very relaxed. I'm I mean, super relaxed. We learned a lot about a lot of different things. Um, and we thank you. Shared all. our time together. We we shared our audience's time together. Yeah, absolutely. All right, and we will be in your town soon. If you live in Toronto, we will be there December fifth. If you live in Detroit, we'll be inside of you on December sixth and December seventh, Columbus, Ohio, and December thirteenth. We are filming our special, and then this live show will be dead forever. So come see us in beautiful New Orleans. No, no, we're getting beans. Cannot wait. Be our- beans. We're going to experience. Have you been there yet, Marcus? I've never been to New Orleans. Henry, you? Uh, New Orleans is one of my favorite cities in the world. But you, have, so you have been there? Yes, I okay. have. And uh, it's it's the common like I went there for Mardi Gras, and I was like, I'm never coming back. This yep. is I feel the jazz. In my bones. I can't wait for the jazz. So we will see you all in New Orleans. We also have some new Last Podcast Network live shows that we are promoting. That we have Wizard and Bruiser and Page 7 are doing a series of live shows all over our country. We have got December 11th, 2019 at Dynasty Typewriter in Los Angeles. Nice. January 9th, 2020 in Chicago, Illinois. January 10th, 2020 in Pontiac, Michigan. And January 11th, 2020, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Oh. You're going to have Jake Young, Holden McNeely, Jackie Zabrowski, and my beautiful bride, Natalie Jean. They're going to be out there. Yapping at y'all, and it's going to be fun ass time. It will be fun. Holden is nothing if he's not a yapper. He's a yapper. He's, he's, a, yapper. he's a yapper. No, you will love those shows. They did a wonderful job when they performed uh, here at the Bell House. So please check out uh, Wizard and the Bruiser and Page 7 and keep on supporting all things LPN. And never forget, hail yourselves. Hail Satan. Again, Magoostalations. Amen. Amen. Are you dying? <laughs> This is pierogies. Yeah, I'm gonna put pierogies on your grave. Yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> this show is made possible by listeners like you. 
Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says here I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest, and I guess I can share it here. I, I eat mayonnaise for fun. It's a hobby of mine, and it's an addiction, and it's a daily weight on my life. How much I need whipped egg whites and oil crammed into my veins. As soon as I wake up, and a lot of people carry around a lot of different stressors, big and small. Some people are presidents. Some people are soldiers. Some people have to eat mayonnaise, especially with hard-boiled eggs, which is what I eat for lunch. But I guess I should share that in therapy. Because therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And what I do is I just add eggs if I have mayonnaise left over. I just continue to add the eggs. But if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I hope they can help me. My God. I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LastPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp! H-E-L-P dot com slash LastPod. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. It's the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs who are looking to stand out and succeed online. Everyone knows the holidays can take a toll on your bank account. If you're looking for a creative way to increase revenue and give your family and friends the holiday treats they deserve, then you need to get started with Squarespace's new feature, Squarespace Courses. If I needed to give a class on digging holes, I'd do it. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online course. Start with a professional layout that fits your brand. Upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills. And tailor your course with the powerful built-in Fluid Engine Editor. Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or you can sell subscriptions. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to www.squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash left.